Welcome to Moon Harbor Heroes. Today's issue is Classics, Issue 3, Going for Gold. On the cover, five heroes face away from the reader. They are partially submerged in water, their hands extending upwards in an arcing motion, in a classic synchronized swimming pose. At the other side of the pool, three shadowy figures hold up scorecards, which each say zero. We turn the page and our story begins. Welcome to our second Classics issue. This one, unlike the past one, doesn't take us quite so far back. Last year's Classics issue that we found was from the 80s. This one is from a little bit more recently. This one takes us back about 13 years to 2008, the summer of 2008 to be specific. And we are at the 2008 Beijing Olympics. But before we get started, I would love to meet our cast for this one. So as last year, we have characters from a few different podcasts joining us. These are adult heroes or villains in their respective timelines. But in this past timeline, they are going to be on this heroic team unit excursion experience group here. So uh, let's start with the Moon Harbor people. Can we start with uh, John John? Hi, what information would you like from me? Uh, yeah, so character name, uh, playbook, and then uh, just general idea of like power set. And I know like in who you are in the future, but with Moon Harbor people, they know who you are. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm John John, he, they pronouns, and I'll be playing Bruce. Uh, Bruce is a shark. And so I'll be using the bull playbook because shark bull. Ooh, ha, ha. Uh, Bruce is incredibly strong, very powerful, runs through things and is a brute force kind of character. Excellent. I think you already established this, but what pronouns does Bruce use? I believe Bruce uses he, him, actually. He does. Perfect. Yeah. All right. And our uh, second character, this one actually breaks the mold of our classics game a little bit. Instead of being an adult in another timeline, uh, this character is slightly misplaced in time. Fabi, can you introduce who you're playing today? Hi, yeah. I'm playing everyone's favorite Moon Harbor character, Portal Girl, uh, a.k.a. Tatiana Jimenez. Um, yeah, I don't know if you want me to get into her deal... Or if that's even important. But yeah, she is the delinquent. She basically, me and and Tess talked about it. Basically, Tatiana was a beacon and now is a delinquent. She has been, she's about 16 and has been a superhero for about 8 years. She's been a superhero since she was very, very, very young. uh, And she's tired and jaded about it. And we are playing in Tatiana's, like, regular timeline. Yeah. So we see Tatiana actually slightly in the future for her Mm -hmm. uh, when she intersects with Cataclysm Crew. Yeah. So this is before she has met Al, before she has, you know, gone back in time and started a war for fun. Yeah. You know, this is back when she was still kind of a hero. Two to three years before that. Perfect. Uh, Let's follow over to the... Moon Harbor player, but not representing Moon Harbor this time. Uh, We'll go to JPG. Hi, everyone. I'm JPG. I use he, him pronouns. Uh, And today, uh, because I play on 47 different masks, uh, he's... uh, I'm going to be playing uh, a character from Inquest a Geek, and his name is Wolfpack. Um, He's a villain in our series, uh, but today I'm going to be playing him as a very idealistic hero who might be getting turned to the dark side uh, at this point uh, in his story. 
Uh, oh, and I wanted to mention, uh, T, you mentioned that this is going to be coming out the first week of September, right? It is, yep. Okay. Um, I wanted to say a happy five-year anniversary and a happy 13 years uh, together to my beautiful wife, Alex, who's also on this recording right now. That's fucking precious. I <laughs> know. <laughs> uh, it's uh, our, our anniversary is September 2nd, so we almost matched uh, Moon Harbor for your anniversary, yeah. For what it's worth, I might be wrong about it being the third. It was Memorial <laughs> Day two years ago. I don't know what day that actually was. <laughs> oh, jeez. All right. Well, thanks so it might again be the for second. Yeah, of course. Uh, is Wolfpack still going by Wolfpack at this point? Yes. So his first name is Sebastian. You can either call him Sebastian or Wolfpack. Um, but yeah, he's going to be very, very different. He's usually like a very Deathstroke-esque villain. Uh, but he's going to be a very bubbly and fun hero today. Excellent. And sticking with Inquest of Geek, let's go over to Alex. That's me. Um, so I will be playing... Uh, Royal Rune, Ruin, I, I can't say that word properly, so just, I apologize in advance. Um, I never thought I'd actually have to play her, so I didn't think it would matter, which is along with her abilities, which is cosmic energies, so, um, I've fucked myself over twice here, and, uh, her first name is gonna be Beatrix, because she's so, she's, she named her daughter after herself, because that just sounds like her, and she is using she, her proof pronouns and uh she is definitely still a villain but she is willing to do anything for money or most things i should clarify for money so uh that's why she's here excellent and uh first time moon harbor guest first time crossover unless you got the musical uh erin you want to introduce your character Hi there. Uh, my name is Aaron Cerise. Um, I GM over at uh, the Super Idols RPG, and I'll be playing a character from our show uh, named Sasha Samuel. Her uh, stage name, as it were, is Sasha Lamuse, and by that you can guess that she is a star. Um, in our universe, uh, she is a record company executive who built her success off of how successful she was as a pop star in the early 2000s. And this is right during her prime heyday that we're playing right now, so that works great for me. <laughs> um, so as Sasha Lemuse, she is kind of like a Avril Lavigne-style pop-punk princess-type character. Um, she's very widely popular in her home city of Cadence and uh, and throughout the world. Um, and she's here today to, to try and gain herself an even larger audience. <laughs> So, yeah, this will this will be a, a fun... I, I don't even know how, to what degree she is necessarily involved in the plot. I think she might have been informed that she could get some great press by being involved in this, but I think she is not fully, invo- fully informed about what this all entails yet. Fantastic. So that is our team there. Uh, we're going to go ahead and skip over the when our team first came together section, not because didn't come together as a team, I think this may be more like independent agents from a couple different cities represented here. Uh, also countries, because Cadence is in Canada, correct? Mm-hmm. Perfect. So once again, we are at the 2008 Beijing Summer Olympics. It is really exciting because this year, for the first time ever, there has been acknowledgement of heroes at the Games Some universes, heroes didn't really arrive till 2006. In the Moon Harbor universe, it's been a little bit longer. They've been around since, like, the early 1900s in a visible way, uh, though 
there historically, there present further back. But this year, for the first time ever, heroes are widely accepted, but not allowed to compete at the competitions in like the regular classic kind of games. There is, however, a superhero like portion. So there is a superheroics portion of the Olympics this year. However, you all are not there to compete, unless you end up accidentally competing. You all are there because someone has said that there have been threats of supervillains attacking the Beijing Olympics. Supervillains who might hurt the regular athletes, might hurt the superheroes, and they were looking for heroes from all over to come in and basically be bodyguards. How that represents to you is kind of up to you. If you are coming in and being subtle and being part of the crowd, or if you're coming in and being loud and bold and visible, those are kind of your decisions here. But we do open this issue on the opening ceremonies. These are beautiful. If you remember the Beijing Olympics, it's actually a really beautiful opening ceremony. Um, Like massive drums and gorgeous costumes. Really, really lovely opening. And where do we see the five of you? Are you all together? Are you all separate? Uh, Let's go ahead and start. I feel like I probably know where Sasha is, so let's start with Sasha. (laughs) Uh, I'm not sure, honestly. Um... (laughs) So there's a, like, press area and, like, a interview area, and there's also, like, sitting in the stands. So there's an area with lots of cameras on it, and there's also, like, the more subtle, quieter, sitting in the stands, observing kind of area. Yeah, no. Well, well, she definitely would be closer to the like highly like camera covered areas. Like, I don't know if she would be like right in an interview area because like the focus of the games isn't on musical stars right now. Uh, but I think she definitely would have secured a ver- a highly visible spot so that she could be seen attending the opening ceremonies. <laughs> Excellent. And your fans are probably glued to their TVs trying to get glimpses of you because they knew you were going to be there. Yeah, she's been spending time uh, in the in the area for quite a while so that uh, she could build up more fan support in the area. There's probably like a decent contingent of her fans in the regular seating area with signs up just for her and it's very in bad taste. Fantastic. Uh, let's follow that over to someone who I think is probably going to be a little bit more subtle. Where is Tatiana right now? Tatiana is... uh, Basically, she's everywhere. She's kind of bored. She was kind of forced to be here and push. And she was like, I'll take a vacation, I guess. So she's kind of just like making portals everywhere out of sight and then showing up, stealing a necklace here, a ring here. Just small things people can't notice, pickpocketing here or there, just for fun. She doesn't need the money. Her parents are rich. This is just because she's bored and she's just spending her time trying to stay away from the cameras. Fantastic. And where is... Let's go to Sebastian. Where is Sebastian right now? Where do you think is, like, the absolute, like, loudest, most boisterous section that just, like, face-painted and, like, everybody's going nuts during these opening ceremonies? I mean, it's USA. Okay, (laughs) yep, that's where he is. (laughs) (laughs) But I think, like, you know, he's, uh, so Wolfpack isn't in his, like, actual full gear, but he does have, like, foldable weapons on him. 
And I think it's, he's trying to blend into the crowd just in case something happens. But in order to blend into the crowd, he's very much enjoying himself, like cheering and having a ton of fun with everybody in the USA section. And for someone who blends in a little bit less, uh, Bruce, where are you right now? I think Bruce is in the stands and, uh, you know, is in a slight attempt to camouflage himself. I think there is like a hat and a tank top that say disguise on them. And uh, I, th- I think even one of them has the Mandarin like Wei Zhuang as well. So it's it's like even in Chinese, it says disguise on the hat. And I think he's just got like a cup of like a very compared to him, small cup of boba tea. And is just like staring wide eyed at the uh, at the opening ceremony in the stands. Terrific. And last but not least, let's go over to Beatrix. So I would say that Beatrix really doesn't want to be seen. And um, she doesn't want to be there. And she thinks that she got hired as a plot so she wouldn't attack the Olympics. So she is in, like, full celebrity going to the airport mode. Just, like, the hat, the sunglasses, the hoodie. And then she has a water bottle, but the water bottle has alcohol in it because she just doesn't care. Fantastic. Are you in the stands, too? Are you, like, flying around? I would say that she's just walking around, like... If I pictured where the stands are, kind of like Angel Stadium, because that's the most sports ball thing I know, and that that's barely, it's like the stands, and then there's like the upper ring before you walk down into those seat areas. I would say she's like walking the upper ring, kind of surveying slash doesn't really care what's happening. Fantastic. And as you all are walking and keeping an eye on the opening ceremonies, or not really, just kind of there, there is this really amazing show of I'm gonna call it like water aerobics um but not like people doing aerobics in the water like almost water bending water shaping into this amazing like water dragon that flies around the stadium and then explodes into just droplets everywhere someone is clearly manipulating the water it's a very very cool effect and the people who are on stage look a little confused and concerned. Uh, like, they had choreography, and now we're soaking wet, and, like, you're getting the impression that was not part of the plan. And then there's a massive pool in the middle of the stage that people have been diving into, and, like, they've been using it for, like, fountain effects, and all the water in that just rises directly up in a column, and the column splits in the center, and we see a young woman probably about 17, 18, uh, standing there. And this, as everyone knows, is Margot Polo. But Margot Polo has pretty classic water manipulation powers. So think Waterbender from Avatar. And she rises out of this column of water. And she's like, these Olympics are a hazard for the local economy. And they're discriminatory for not letting mutants and heroes participate in the regular competitions. So we are here to stop it. And she throws her hands out to the side. And we just see the like column of water that is split off in two different directions. And it grabs like the two people who are hosting, who are like doing the commentary on this opening ceremony, and just like grabs them like a vine of water and like yanks them towards the middle of the stage. And uh, I think, Wolfpack, you're probably the most fixated on this. So you probably have the first chance to react to this here. So I'm the first that can act against Marco Polo? 
Yeah, you're probably the first... You don't have to necessarily do anything against her, but you're the first person to react because you're the most... You have the most attention on the event. I feel like this would be a great time to use straight up creepin', right? So I can get a little bit more information. Definitely. Can you read that for everyone really quick? Yeah, so, so when you scope out a person or place, roll plus mundane on a 10 plus, ask two. On a seven to nine, ask one. So I'm going to roll that right now. Oh, no! <laughs> That's a five. Terrific. Mark potential. Thank you. And you can ask me one of the questions from that list regardless. Um, thank you for taking pity on me. Oh no, this is going to be worse for you in the end. Don't worry. Oh no. Uh, (laughs) Who or what here is not what they seem. Yeah, so as you're looking around, I mentioned those like two giant drums. The people on either of those drums, unlike the rest of the performers on stage, aren't Chinese. One of them is a young black woman and the other one is this like Again, young, but a little bit older, like early 20s, white man with like silver hair. All the other performers on the stage are of Chinese descent are Chinese performers, because that's how the opening ceremonies always work. And these two are doing the choreography, but they look very, very out of place. Is the crowd in immediate danger? It doesn't look like they're attacking the crowd. Okay. Marco Polo is definitely attacking the organizers. And Uh, going after, like, the people with cameras, she is not currently going after the audience there. Okay. However, as you're looking around, the young woman uh, on the drums does see you looking, and her eyes narrow because there's a lot going on, and you should be looking at the column of water, not at her. And she reaches down below the drums. She pulls out a bow and arrow. But it's not one arrow. The bow is equipped with four arrows on it, uh, with, like, some sort of fabric-wrapped ball on the end of it. And she fires all four of them directly towards you, Wolfpack. Oh, jeez. Before you react to that, Bruce, you are also in the stands right now. And Portal Girl, you're not far away either and, you know, can portal. Mm -hmm. So do either of you see this coming? And if so, what do you do to... Stop these four mysterious-looking arrows from hitting the crowd. Uh, I, I can do something if if not anyone else will. Uh, I think she like very lazily makes a portal. Are they all like going together, or are they like spread apart? They're like a couple inches apart, but they're all flying in the same pathway. Yeah, I think she makes a portal big enough to get all of them, and then puts another one against the wall, so they just like immediately just hit the wall instead of hitting anyone. Go ahead and roll to defend for me. Yeah, I'm I'm sure Tatiana is great at defending people. Let me... What status is defend again? Savior. Minus one, so this is gonna go great. That's a nine! Perfect. So, on a seven or nine, uh, you keep them safe, and then you choose one. So you can either escalate the situation or expose yourself to danger. Escalate the situation? I'm not exposing myself to anything. No one has seen me. I'm in a corner somewhere. Terrific. Uh, and also on A7 to 9, uh, you get to add a team to the pool, take influence over someone you protect, or clear a condition. I will take influence over the crowd. Perfect. And while we're here, we're going to pause really quickly, because I meant to do this before game, and then didn't. Uh, so, 
influence for this one is going to work a little, little bit differently than influence for the rest of the, like, Masks games. Because you all are coming from three different cities and right now two different dimensions, influence is going to work slightly differently in that if you have heard of the other heroes involved, then they get influence over you. Uh, so you all have the ability to choose who you've heard of, who you haven't heard of. Sasha Lemuse is kind of a big star, where like Wolfpack is a beacon and is just happy to be here. Uh, so, you know, make the decision if you've heard of these people or not. Uh, so I'm just going to take a quick pause here, and you all can make decisions as you'd like. Uh, I'll just run through person by person and say who gets influence over you. Uh, I'm going to say that I've heard of literally everybody on this team, because I'm that big of a nerd. <laughs> oh, hi, Force. Hi, how are you? <laughs> oh my god, I love beacons on my team so much. Alright, so everyone has influence over Wolfpack. Uh, I, for Tatiana, it's gonna be Bruce, because I think we've done stuff together, like we've broken a fight or started a fight. We've done stuff together. Uh, so, Bruce, Sasha... Because she kind of has a crush on Sasha, but she would never admit it. Uh, mostly because she's famous and popular. Uh, and then Beatrix also has influence over her. Because she just thinks she's cool. Fantastic. She, she would never cool. admit that. <laughs> yeah. Bruce, who do you think has influence over you at this point? I think uh, Tatiana for sure, as we've worked together, it seems. And then probably Sasha Lemuse. Perfect. Good, Sasha. Sasha probably wouldn't know very many other people <laughs> just because she tends to be in her own little world a lot of the time. Um, but I think at the very least, maybe she might know of Bruce because it's hard to miss a shark person existing in the world. Valid. And uh, last but not least, Royal Ruin. So I'm going to go with Sasha. I think I've heard of maybe some of the other ones, but I think Sasha would be the only hero that like, if I fought her, it could affect my reputation. And so I think that's why she has influence over me when no one else does. Perfect. I love that. All right. Thanks for that tiny little pause. And now we get back to the escalating of the situation. As those arrows fly through the portal, Tatiana, you said you were aiming them just like at a wall, correct? Yeah, like at a wall. I think she was very lazily like, oh, yes, portal here, portal there, kind of not looking, throwing out a wall behind her. Perfect. The... Bundle of fabric on the end of the arrows, all four of them hit the wall together with this, like, splat kind of sound effect. And what I'm going to describe is sludge, but think, like, like the venom kind of texture, uh, that kind of, like, mobility starts to just spread out from these four bundles in, like, almost octopus tentacles that just keep growing and spreading out. You were on the top, like, balcony area, so it is now filling that top ring and gradually making its way into the crowd. Huh. I think this is probably where Sasha would start to get involved. I think she was considering going for the water column at first, just because I think she might have even talked to these hosts before the games, whatnot, and gotten, like, special, like, inter- or not interview privileges, but, like, press privileges, basically, to talk to the important people there. And she was like, oh, no, um, and would want to save them. But I think she's she spots this situation going on in the crowd and knows that that will get her bigger audience points if she goes to save the 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 regular people in the audience first. So I think she would probably use this opportunity to use her uh, teleportation ability, which involves her disappearing in a big 
poof of color and light that's in kind of like a butterfly-esque shape around the space that she just left and reappears in a similar burst of light to start getting people out, basically. And because this is a character from Super Idols, I know you're kind of always a star, always a celebrity. Do you have a magical girl transformation? Were you already in costume? Like, what does that look like here? Oh, that's a that's a good question. I, I had imagined she was already in her idol form, but that's that's no fun. If you're going to do a crossover, you might as well bring <laughs> bring the magical girl sparkles. I think her her mundane form doesn't look that different from her actual stage idol form. Certainly as uh, like she starts off with like kind of like just kind of short black hair and a nice kind of looking like again, like an Avril Lavigne type outfit with the like loose tie and the arm warmers and whatnot and when she she tr- uh she transforms quickly in the stands like she stands up to make it very clear that that's what she's doing and and just this is an event that everybody should be in- enjoying and you're ruining it for everybody so i'm gonna step in now and she so i th- i think since her like bursts of light are kind of butterfly like maybe there's a cocoon of iridescent light that forms around her briefly like, kind of, if you've seen Cardcaptor Sakura, like, the way Yue transforms and the wings go around the, uh, around him, sort of like that kind of co- a cocoon made of butterfly wings, basically. Um, and a, her silhouette glows inside it before bursting into, like, a crystalline display of, of light and color um, as she appears looking... Not too much different, but her hair is more of, like, a reddish black now, especially, like, she has these red front pieces to her hair, like, kind of like a Ramona Flowers type hair front pieces. And her outfit is, again, very similar, but she has more, like, accessories to it, like, more more chains, more, like, pennants, and, like, uh, she has, like, a plaid, like, sash around her, uh, around her waist over, like, some distressed, uh, black, like, tight-fitting black jeans with very, like, aesthetically pleasing rips in them, uh, and very, like, fierce kind of makeup game and uh, flashy red lipstick. And she does her teleportation over to the stands and starts using her teleportation power to get people out of the way of this sludge. So I should probably roll to see how that goes. So yeah, go ahead and roll plus savior to defend for me. All right, and that is a seven. So on a seven or nine, you're going to choose one from that list and then either expose yourself to danger or escalate the situation. Okay. So I guess who 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 would be most likely to be in that area to be defended? Probably, uh, I uh, probably I guess uh, Wolfpack. Wolfpack is there, and Tatiana was also right in front of where these arrows landed. Uh, okay, so maybe she's just going for the first person she sees, and maybe let's go for Tatiana in that case. Uh, so I think uh, in that case maybe I hmm. Do we have team yet? We're not a team. Yeah, I don't think we've entered battle against a. Dangerous Foe is a team. If you want to add the first one, we can. Yeah, because I don't have a condition yet. And uh, I think, do I already have influence over Tatiana? I think you have influence over everyone. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So it might make the most sense to add a team to the pool. Excellent. Because now we're starting to gather the group together. Uh, And in terms of, I guess this will probably be an escalate the situation, maybe? Or more like expose yourself to danger. I'm throwing myself into the thick of it. Perfect. Uh, So tell me what it looks like as you get Tatiana out of the way. All right, so I think uh, as as this goo is starting to rise and do its venom thing, I think there is again a, a burst of this light that probably like 
temporarily dazes anyone around as Sasha appears right between the goo and Tatiana, grabs her kind of underneath like the arms to like get a, a nice hold um, and teleports again like slightly further away to get away. But I think probably um, that some of the goo is probably going to get her before she can do that teleport. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, I actually think you get that teleport pretty fine. Uh, so you're just going back to like where you were and just dropping Tatiana elsewhere? Yeah. Well, I was thinking probably like slightly further away from like the group, but not too far away because I don't want to like make it hard for the group to form. <laughs> Perfect. Tatiana, what is your reaction to this? Uh, I think she's like, oh, hey, that's a bit for of you. She says with, like, a smile and a wink as you grab her. Well, I've never been one for being subtle, honey. And she gives you a wink back. You see a blush in her face and then she looks away. <laughs> uh, you already had influence over her, so feel free to change her labels. <laughs> I think Sasha doesn't really know anything about you. Um, mm-hmm. But you, I think... She could see enough at least to show that, or to see that you were trying to help. So I think she would probably see you as a savior figure. So maybe I'll make <gasps> a savior up one. Oh, yeah. Uh, and maybe, maybe superior down. Cool. That. Sorry, I know that's probably bad for you. But... No, that's great, actually. Excellent. And I think we get this frankly adorable moment. I like Tatiana being vulnerable a little bit because she's very much not normally. That's why you bring me in. You're like, who's who's this cold-hearted bitch? Fabi, take care of her. Make her relatable. And I'm like, I'm on it, chief. <laughs> and I think with that, let's cut over to Bruce there. So, Bruce, you are in the stands. People are now freaking out because in front of you, there is a column of water that's, like, eating people. And behind you, there is a rapidly spreading venom symbiote-looking sludge monster. Not sentient, just sludge waves. And uh, you're in the middle of this crowd. What do you do? Yeah, I think I was actually kind of torn, so I tossed a coin. (laughs) Um, I think Bruce is going to charge, like, just jump up and start, like, gleefully running towards the water column with the probably the intent to swim through it to get to uh, Marco Polo. Perfect. And before you do anything, Bruce, we didn't establish who your love and rival are. So out of the four other people in this group, who do you think is your love? Who do you think is your rival? Oh, yeah. I was kind of waiting to see what the first interactions were. I think because I know her, we'll say Tatiana is my love right now. And then I think rival will probably... I don't know yet. I don't know who who, who yet. I don't know who big. That's all right. We can hold it. Yeah, I think I'll, I'll just be like, oh, figured it out. And I'll say so. Sounds perfect. Yeah, so uh, then I'm going to go running towards the water column, because sharks in water. As you're going towards the water column, you see Margot Polo, and she's kind of doing like the waterbending, gesturing thing to move the water around. She's got two of the like announcers, organizers, wrapped in these like water tentacles. But right as Sasha Lemuse and Tatiana land, she looks over, and this like sharp almost dagger-like, like, appendage of water shoots out towards them. Ooh. I'm, how close am I to them? You're about equidistant from the column or to them. You could get to either her or to the group of them before anyone got hurt. Like, you could either defend them or attack her, and you'd get there before the water hit them. That's great. Then why don't we go ahead and use that move there when it matters? I'll go ahead and move to defend uh, Tatiana and uh, Sasha. 
like screech on the brakes, change course, and run towards them. Perfect. Can you read there when it matters for me? When you defend someone on a hit, you can hold one instead of choosing from the list and then spend your hold when they're in danger later to arrive on the scene ready to help. Oh, I haven't defended them yet. Never mind. I'll just regular defend first. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah, so uh, defend is savior. Great. That's gonna... <laughs> good start. That's a three. So good. <laughs> and you get over there and you knock them down. Knock them out of the mm-hmm. way. They are safe. The, like burst of water passes right over them but Sasha's fans think you're attacking her and suddenly like oh, they are swarming towards her to protect her and now there are like oh boy uh, <laughs> hundreds of people who are now instead of running away from danger running directly towards danger to defend their celebrity hero <laughs> good uh I just want to keep the water off of them and I really don't I don't think I care much what they think about me perfect Royal Ruin, there's a lot going on right now. And you were always kind of like, I don't get paid enough for this. <laughs> what are you doing? Right. <laughs> okay, so um, first question I have is, am I allowed to stock up on um, burn? Absolutely, you can roll your burn right away. Uh, I got a 10. Perfect, so go ahead and hold three. And how much total am I allowed to hold? You can have as many as you want. Um, it's just the lower your conditions are, the higher chance of failure. So, got it. Okay, I'm gonna try one more, and then I'll do my thing. Oof! Never mind. That was a four. That was nothing. So you get um. to hold one additional. So you've got four burn now, but you do mark three conditions with that. Jesus. Is it one or two burn for that? Oh, I don't remember. I thought it was one. I think it's two. It might be two. I think you only get like I, I think you still get three on a mix, so you get two on a on a. Full That's what mix. it is. Yep. Okay, so you got two extra burns. You got five burn total and three conditions. Yay! I love math. Crushing math, it. Math is a fun game. <laughs> um, so I see kind of everything going on, and this is the first time I've ever seen Wolfpack, and I get very distracted by seeing this very cute hero that is clearly doing something on the side, right? He's not really in, like, the main action, and I want to get a closer look at what, at what he's doing. T, can you please, um... Can you please, please, like, cut that for my ringtone? <laughs> that your <laughs> wife thinks you're a cute hero? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll give yes, you a please. clip of it. Thank you so much. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> is horny a condition that we can work <laughs> on? No, this is not Christopher <laughs> Lesbians. This is not okay. Monster Hearts. I just want to... I mean, they, there's, there is that addition to the game that the writer of Thirsty Souls Lesbians made if you want to play Mask with Thirsty Source Lesbian Condition. Okay, I just want to, That you know, does exist. I just want to put that out there. I would have marked that on myself, so. Oh my god. <laughs> Why are you gonna make it weird? <laughs> oh, honey. Welcome I, I to the I was cute. gonna be the thirsty one in this one. Stop. <laughs> this seems like a great here. session for that all around. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm over Lord. here winking at cute girls, and you... I don't even want to say what you're doing. Oh my god. <laughs> the jackpot. <laughs> I, I work best under conditions where my fans can infer like all kinds of shipping conditions. Alex, <laughs> what conditions am I marking for you, by the way? Um, I can't scroll. Um, you got afraid, hopeless, insecure, guilty, and angry. You got to pick three of them. Insecure, guilty, and hopeless. Okay. Ooh, classic masks. <laughs> uh, so are you? Because there's a lot going on, and you're not sure how to handle it. I guess. <laughs> 
I've never felt this way before, and he's a hero, and that makes no sense to me. I'm supposed to not give a fuck. I'm here for the alcohol, the free food, and the money. And all of a sudden, I'm interested in this boy, and that makes no sense. So I'm going with those conditions. So good. And I want to, it's not portal, but I want to make my way over to you. And I know I have, oh, I can zoom in and out from whatever she's sitting on. Yeah, you have move, yeah. I want to move. Perfect. So you get to spend one team to appear anywhere you'd like. Okay, so... Team or one, one uh, burn. That's what it is. Burn. Yeah, burn. You get yeah. to spend one burn to appear anywhere you'd like in the scene. So, um, what's a round wolf pack that I could hide behind, but see him and what he's doing? Wolf pack. I assume you're probably like front row of the seats, right? Yes. So yeah, uh, there are plenty of rows behind him that have now been cleared out and emptied. Uh, there's also like the stage itself, which has some water features and things of that nature on it to hide behind. And also, like, a lot of people have just abandoned cameras and such. So you could get behind one and, like, get a good look at the stands from there. Ooh, I'm gonna go with the cameras. That sounds fun. Because then I can see other things if I need to. Yeah, I'm gonna move over to the cameras, but I'm gonna direct them on him. Perfect. As you turn the camera to Wolfpack, you see the third of those people, who is the triathlete. The triathlete was the third person on the drums, and at this point, the performers on the stage have kind of scattered because chaos is starting to break out. But the triathlete is wearing a, what looks like Olympic, like, wetsuit, like, a uh, like, branded country uh, identified wetsuit, except it's not in any, like, country colors. He was previously wearing, like, the same outfits that everyone else who was a performer was wearing, but he has taken it off and revealed this really cool wetsuit. And he looks over towards Wolfpack and clicks his heels together. And, like, there's, like, padding around his, like, uh, thighs and hips that, like, unfolds. And then suddenly, out of this mechanized suit, there's a bike underneath his legs. And he is biking directly towards Wolfpack. Oh, jeez. Okay. <laughs> I want to see what Wolfpack can do, and I want to help at the same time. Can I? I'm going to directly engage a threat. What does it look like as you directly engage the triathlete? So what happens is that, uh, like... Out of my back pocket, I um, there's like a foldable mask, and that's like, and it folds out into like uh, like a full helmet. I am going to put on my mask, and then I'm gonna out of one of my other back pockets take out of of um, an unfoldable javelin, and I'm gonna try to put it right through the spokes. Perfect. Go ahead and roll to directly engage a threat for me. That's a nine. Excellent. We do still have two team in the pool, so if Royal Ruin wants to assist. Alex, you're more than welcome to spend a team. Otherwise, we can leave that as a nine there. I don't think I'm ready to assist yet. I want to see what he can do. I'm intrigued. All right. Then on a seven to nine, uh, Wolfpack, you'll take one from that list. I am going to create an opportunity for my allies. Fantastic. Tell me what it looks like as you get the javelin in the spokes there. What happens to the triathlete? I think it's... (laughs) Are there still people in the stands? Yeah, but they're running. They're making their way out. Okay, gotcha. I just feel like they're like a few drunk people in the stands right now as well. And I, I want to say that like the triathlete, like I get it right through the spokes and they just launch into the first few rows of where we're sitting. And then you just hear like this like really drunk roar of like, yeah, like right, like, right behind us as well. Fantastic. One of the people who's, like, at a judge's table, even though this is an opening ceremony and there shouldn't be, like, holds up, like, a ten. Yeah! 
Just crowd goes wild. Perfect. Uh, and yeah, so that's got a lot of attention, including the attention of Margot and of Volley. Volley is the archer who shot the slime arrows earlier. And all eyes are up on Wolfpack and on that, like, section there. And Wolfpack, as you're, like, noting all the eyes on you, like, there's probably a moment of, like, oh, cool, look at how, like, people are looking at me. And then you just feel hands on your shoulders as the triathlete tackles you from the first row into the pool below you. Not going to mark a condition or take a powerful blow, but you are just submerged under the water. However, all the attention is on that section now. So I think with this now, we are probably going to enter battle as a team because we are now in kind of two groups there. I am real glad I put on my mask right then. Valid. Uh, who do we think the leader of this group right now is? Sash. Mm. I think that's who... That's the only... Maybe Bruce, but otherwise, that's the only person that uh, Tatiana would, like, listen to right now. Yeah, I don't know that's, that Sasha would necessarily listen to anybody, but I think that Wolf, that she might see Wolfgang as the center of the situation, at least. Or not Wolfgang, Wolfpack. <laughs> I would say Royal Ruin is not here to listen to anybody. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we have a leader. I think we're just a nice little mismatch chaotic collective going into this. I just want to listen to anybody who will tell me to do things. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I hate you. Is that a valid answer to this That question? is a valid answer. We can absolutely not have a team or not have a, a leader there. So then we'll skip that first, like, uh, does the leader have influence over everyone? Because... Do we just get an automatic no, no to those questions? Yeah, that's just going to be an automatic no. Uh, however, what is everyone's Oof. purpose in the fight here? Uh, impress Sasha. Protect Wolfpack. <laughs> Save people, but try to look cool while doing it. Punch things get paid. Immediately right now, don't drown. I don't think I've ever had a game where we had five different purposes going into this fight. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense because we're not a team. We're just a bunch of weirdos. We just happen to have a slightly similar goal. We're just like in the same place at the same time. It's so good. All right. So uh, that puts us at four team total right now. Do you all think you're ill-prepared or off balance? Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. I'm never. Fabi thinks so. Yes. Tatiana disagrees. Or we, yeah, that might be more accurate, actually, because Sasha knew that she was coming to 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 deal with something, <laughs> so she's not fully unprepared. But this whole situation is not great. I'd say Real Ruin is definitely unprepared because her plan was to sit back. Because if heroes died, heroes died, and that just made her life easier. And now all of a sudden she cares, and so she's very off balance. Um, I'm personally just happy to be here, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna roll with the punches at this point, you guys, because that's what heroes do. Yeah, Bruce was very much enjoying his boba tea, so yes, very off balance. When did we get boba? Bruce got boba. I had boba. At the <laughs> did you bring it from outside of the stadium? Because me, me, and Bruce went to get boba earlier. Yeah, who's gonna stop? The giant shark dude. I'm just saying, you gotta support the local economy. We're in Beijing right now. Yeah, so you get boba. Yeah, uh, but we were at the market earlier. Great food. But what about inside? You know what? No, we're not gonna have this conversation right now. The prices inside the stadium are ridiculous. 
I will not spend people, other people's money on food inside the stadium when I could get it outside. That's and fair. And then just you're, teleport it in. You're being thrifty. That's fair. Uh, and I don't think I'm going to take anything away for mistrust the leader or the team. I don't think you all know each other well enough to trust or mistrust. Just being kind to us. <laughs> That's kind of always how I play it. It's like, if you like don't actively hate each other, like you're fine. Uh, so <laughs> that puts us at three team total there. You got one more from joining as a team there. So Royal Ruin, we're going to stick with you for a second. Wolfpack just hit the water because the triathlete tackled him into it. What are you going to do? I'm probably going to save him, but I don't want him to know that I'm saving him. So I want to try and and save him kind of from a distance. And keep in mind, I have no idea fully how cosmic energy works. Because again, I never thought I'd have to actually play her. And it just sounded scary. Uh, <laughs> but I would like to possibly use, um, with your powers. I was kind of thinking reality storm just to like burst all the water out of the pool. So even though he's in there, he can't drown. That sounds perfect. Sounds chaotic, but I'm, I'm invested now. So, <laughs> so reality storm, you mark, are you, uh, use two burn to take an automatic 10 plus? Is that what that one is? No, that's overcharge. Uh, reality storm. You channel a destructive burst with your powers. Spend one burn to directly engage a threat. Using your powers, rolling f- plus freak instead of plus danger. If you do, you will cause unwanted collateral damage unless you spend another burn. Perfect. Uh, so are you trying to take Wolfpack from the triathlete? <laughs> no. I'm just trying to get the water out of... Th- I just want to get the water out of the pool. Perfect. All right. I still want to see what he can do and I don't want to be seen. And I don't want to engage. I just want to get the water out so he doesn't drown. I can see that being a directly engaged there. Because the triathlete definitely has the upper hand here. So giving an even playing field would work. So go ahead and roll uh, that reality storm for me. I rolled a seven. Oh, and then it was plus freak or danger. My freak is a three. Hey. Hell yeah. I rolled a ten out of nowhere. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, so first question, are you going to mark a second burn? To avoid collateral damage? No. <laughs> Perfect. Now go ahead and choose two from the directly engaged list. I'm going to do the last two. Resist the blows and um, surprise the opposition. Since they don't really know I'm there, I feel like. Fantastic. So what does it look like as the water gets like blasted out of this pool? I In my head, I picture... Like, if a bomb had gone off in the water, obviously not a bomb, because I'm not murdering anybody in a masks game at this point. But the water would have, like, shot up and, like, my hands are making motions you can't see. Um, I would say it was a loud bang, and then it just looks like it's raining all over the the stadium. But the water's not going back in the pool. It's like the rain is happening outside of it. Excellent. And you definitely surprise him. He lands on top of Wolfpack, like Wolfpack was like underneath him in the water, and now the water is gone, and he looks at Wolfpack and assumes Wolfpack did this. And like, (laughs) his eyes are wide and he's like, what the hell? And he just like backs up away from Wolfpack there. I just want there to be like a quick panel of, oh my gosh, I think my powers are coming in. (laughs) Oh my god, I love him. Precious. (laughs) And then we're going to cut back over to the other group. You all are currently entangled in a pile, having narrowly avoided being stabbed by water. But uh, there are fans quickly converging on the three of you. 
I think just for at least flavor, I think the fans are actually probably starting to crawl up all over Bruce and he's just kind of standing there confused while they kind of, like, I imagine they're kind of like punching and kicking, but because they're civilians, it's not really doing much. And he just kind of stands. Yeah, some of them might be even taking scrapes if the, if, it, if shark skin works the way I think it does. Yeah, so they're probably hurting themselves more if he just stands there. And I think Sasha probably wouldn't stand for that for very long, partly because she sees her fans are hurting herself or are hurting themselves, but also just because I think she does recognize Bruce um, and like won't admit it publicly, but she thinks like <laughs> the shark person is an extremely cool thing. <laughs> An, ex- an extremely cool person, rather. And she she would yell very quickly, like, Everybody, everybody, d- there's no need for this. Get off. He's not hurting me. Don't don't worry about it. And she tries to, like, force her way through the crowd of fans to, like, touch you so that she can, like, like teleport you out of their, like, tangle, basically. Just out to the side of it. Excellent. Is that, so- is that something that would require a roll? No, you're good enough to just do that. There's just a, whoa... <laughs> as teleporting is a new sensation. Yeah, as you get this, like, big burst of light and suddenly you're not covered in people anymore. What? What? I think she's looking up at you. You catch her, like, blush for a second and then she takes her hand away and, like, yes, anyway, this is not the not what we should be focusing right now on people. There's a situation going on down there and I need to fix it. So either help me out or get out of the way, please. And I'm Bruce. <laughs> it's very nice to meet you, Bruce. I'm sorry to have caused you trouble. And she gives her, her fans a glare and they, they back up a couple <laughs> couple steps there. Perfect. Do you want them to help you or do you want them to get out of your way more? Probably she would want them to clear a path so that the people who can't teleport can get down to where the main situation is happening in the performance area. Perfect. Go ahead and roll to provoke for me. You will have plus one on them because they are your audience there. Mm-hmm. Okay. And good for me. That's superior. Oh, it's still a six. Could someone help me with that, maybe? Do we have team in the pool? Yeah, we do. We have three team right now. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, I have an idea, and feel free to tell me no. Uh, I think Tatiana walks over to you and, like, slowly moves forward and kisses your cheek and like, Come on, your fans need to see a show, she whispers you, to try to convince the fans to do as... As being told, because they're going to see some drama. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, that's, like, not one of her audience triggers, but they're not opposed to it, certainly. Um, <laughs> uh, and I think Sasha knows it, so she kind of plays into it and reaches up to, like, pet your hair, like, yes, I, I, I rather agree. Now, why don't why don't we get a move on, everybody? Sounds good. And I think I'm going to teleport us out of the way. Yeah, so that will give Bruce a path down to the, down to the main performance area and anybody anybody else is up there too i guess fantastic they definitely like clear the path though i don't think it's an intentional thing like i think they just immediately start clumping and they're like oh my god who is that girl with sasha and like whispering and just inherently by doing that create a path for bruce to go down i think also bruce does not need a path he will just walk through that (laughs) yeah Um, Uh, also we didn't talk about it uh but like Tatiana, who used to go by Poro Girl but hates that name, she used to have a very childish costume because she started at eight years old. So she had like a frilly skirt and pigtails. Uh, and now she just wears like her red long hair out and like torn jeans and uh, a leather jacket because she's a teenager who thinks this is cool. 
And she's not wrong. Oh, they make a very aesthetic pair then with all the black and red going on between <laughs> yeah. them. Yeah. Yay. And the ripped jeans, both of them. Hell yeah. Yeah, so I think they probably make it down to the performance area without much more trouble. Um, and especially if uh, if Sasha's teleporting, then with all the water in the air, there's probably a really nice iridescent flash as she does so. Terrific. The last couple panels of this issue are a shot of the team, though you are not all together. But we've got the three, uh, Portal Girl, Sasha Lemuse, and Bruce standing on the performance area. We can see up in the crowd, Royal Ruin looking down like from behind the camera. And then, like, in the corner of the shot, at the bottom of the pool, we could just see Wolfpack, like, laying on his back. But we get the first shot of all five of you as a unit. And then this issue comes to an end. Harbor Heroes is produced by Icy Sheets, T.P. Huth, Elliot Peterson, and Sean Geddes, and edited by Icy Sheets and Sean Geddes. Icy, they, them, can be found on Twitter at IcyNewYear or at IcyNewYear.com. T or Tess, she or her or they, them, can be found on Twitter and Instagram at tphuth94. That's T-P-H-U-T-H-9-4. Elliot, she, her, or they, them, can be found at Elliot Yulen on Twitter. That's E-L-L-I-O-T-Y-L-E-N. Sean, any pronouns, can be found at The Crumpet on Twitter. That's T-H-E-C-R-U-M-P-I-T. This issue was GM'd by T. Huth. Portal Girl was played by Fabi Garza. Fabi, she, her, is a games writer, podcaster, sensitivity consultant, and the cutest bear girl in the world. She can be found at Fabi underscore Garza on Twitter and as a cast member in Eidolon Playtest. Fabi Garza is F-A-B-B-Y underscore G-A-R-Z-A. Bruce was played by John John Johnson. John John, they, them, is a queer Asian American multidisciplinary artist in the DMV area. They serve in the theater community as an actor, director, playwright, and board member. A staunch advocate of equity, diversity, inclusivity, and belonging, they also work in casting with a focus on representation, both on stage and off. John John is also a professional DM, having recently formed their own company, Dun Dun Dungeons, to run paid games for inquisitive new RPG players. Love to E.T., K.H., R.T., S.W.A., R.B., S.M., and N.N. Sasha Lemuse was played by Aaron Cerise. Aaron, she, her can be found on Super Idols RPG or on Twitter at Aaron Cerise. That's E-R-Y-N-C-E-R-I-S-E. Royal Ruin is played by Alex Catherine. Alex, she, her, is a Twitch streamer and professional moderator for Perception Studio, acting as an audience's touchstone when they're not familiar with the topics or with pop culture in general. She has extensive experience working in the entertainment industry, having choreographed and performed creative routines for television shows and live performances like The Big Bang Theory, Glee, MTV Productions, and the Grammy Awards. You can find her on any social medias at Alex with an Oi. That's A-L-I-X-W-I-T-H-A-N-O-Y. Wolfpack was played by Jason Patrick Gallant. Jason, he, him known in pop culture circles as JPG, is a pop culture critic and geek educator, enhancing how people interact with media on an educational and inclusive level. 
His public speaking engagements have placed him on convention stages like WonderCon and San Diego Comic-Con, and he has taught concepts like tabletop RPG mechanics, science fiction, and graphic novels for academic institutions and corporate events. Also an avid tabletop RPG enthusiast, you can find his voice on actual plays like Nerds on a Roll, Moon Harbor Heroes, and Perception Studio. You can find him on social medias at JPG. That's J-A-E-P-E-A-G-E-E. Sasha the Muse was originally created on Super Idols RPG and Mask's actual play podcast about teenage idols and magical girl transformations. They've just started their second season, which you can find wherever you listen to podcasts. Find them at Super Idols RPG on Twitter. Wolfpack and Royal Ruin were originally created on Inquest of Geek. If you want to follow the creators of Inquest of Geek, you can find them creating content with Perception Studio. The music in this issue is Hero Down by Kevin MacLeod. A link to his website and the license will be in the show notes. Moon Harbor Heroes is played using Masks A New Generation, written by Brendan Conway and produced by Magpie Games, and other games by independent creators. Our logo was designed by Beautiful Beasties. She can be found on Instagram at beastly.doodles or on Patreon at patreon.com slash beautifulbeasties. For updates and more information, find us on Twitch and YouTube by searching for Moon Harbor Heroes, or follow us on Twitter at Moon Harborcast. If you want to contact us, DM us on Twitter or email us at moonharborheroes at gmail.com. If you enjoyed this issue, please leave us a review on your podcatcher of choice or tell a friend. Five-star reviews and word of mouth are really the best way to keep bringing these stories to more people. And thank you for helping us save the world. We'll see you next issue.